to the round table with Abram and Aisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Glad you're here. We are going to get right on into our podcast this morning. Um, we're going to talk about today Psalms 127. A couple of weeks ago, I was asked to open up service at our church, and I was asked um, the morning of. And I was like, oh, dear Lord, what am I going to say? I have I have no idea what to say, what to talk about. But so, Lord, help me. What do you want me to talk about? And he said to me, Psalms 127. And so I read the scripture. And it's it's uh, it's uh, it's only what five verses. But it was a really good scripture, and, and he had me highlight on the very first two verses. So I'm going to read it, and then we'll just get right on into it. It says, Psalms 127 again, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wake it, but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he give his beloved sleep. The first two verses are what he had me to focus on, except the Lord build a house. So that's what we'll call this particular podcast, except the Lord build a house. And as I was there and I began to um, speak, I started to think, is the Lord building your house? Is the Lord keeping your seating? Now, we're, of course... Of course, he can also talk about a geographical location, but but your life, though, more importantly, your life is the Lord building your house. Because the word says, unless he's building it, you're laboring in vain. Unless he's keeping the city, unless he's keeping your life, then you're watching in vain. You're anxious. He says it's what did it say? It says it's vain for you to rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows for so he give his beloved sleep. How many of us go through life worrying? Worrying. I mean, just trying to figure things out. How is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? Just going crazy. Just worrying, worrying, worrying about what the Lord, not, not even the Lord, how am I going to get this taken care of? You know, it also says, take no father for tomorrow, for tomorrow, for such is the evil of the day thereof. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about tomorrow. <laughs> don't worry about tomorrow. No, but seriously, how many of us have gone around the same mountain over and over again? That's a good indication to say it's the Lord building my house. If you are still doing the same thing that you know you ain't supposed to be doing and your life has not progressed further, you need to really consider it's the Lord building my house because everything else, everything that we do, everything that we try to control, everything that we think is right, if we have not consulted the Lord, it's It's in in vain. vain. Hey, we did that at Mm -hmm. the same time. (laughs) you're wasting your time who wants to waste their time you don't say you go look for a house or you look at builders that's something that you don't want to live there for the rest of your life that's kind of like a starter home you know they're not the best builders and just as people we look for the best builders Mm -hmm. ones that we feel like oh this this is going to last yeah 
but why do we why don't we have that same approach with our lives with our with our spirits everyone you got all these different manners all these religions and you got to do this and I won't go into all of them but it's just a lot of religions where people put their trust in and it's like the Lord is telling us I will take care of you I will build you a place I will go away he's telling us you know we as people we want to have homes we want to be secure and if it's not in Christ well we're not building it correctly we're not mm-hmm. we're building on the sand and we'll yeah. get into get into that later and we looked so hard Aisha and we looked what kind of builder you like even my mother likes a certain build we all like types of builders oh that's my kind of style oh, they build with brick I don't like wood you're going to try to find something that's going to have the best foundation you know mm-hmm. how they build and and you want it to be done your to your liking but when it comes to our spirit we don't take that approach. We look at it as just, oh, I'll just do whatever, um, how I feel. It's nothing that is built upon Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which brings you to, to your next scripture in Matthew chapter 7 that, that goes right along with what we were just talking about. Jesus is saying it. What does it say? We starting at 27 or 24. Which one are we talking about? When everyone wants to start. Okay, I'll start at uh, let's see. 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, that house, and it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock, Jesus Christ. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. We're building on something. We're building, whether it's on a rock or sand, and Jesus says that, or actually James says, if you're building, if you're not doing then you're building it on the sand. If you're hearing and not doing, you're, you're building on the sand. Yeah. You're deceiving yourself. And when you do that, you think everything is fine. Everything is great. You make your great investment. Everything, hey, this was this was good. You didn't know that it was storm season every season. Yeah, yeah. You know, that house Money Pit, uh, that, that movie Money Pit. Remember, mm-hmm. I remember my you know, kids. so it's like they didn't know <laughs> it, was, it was it was trash. It was trash. And so, but that's what we do with our lives. That's what Jesus is saying in our lives. We need to put more focus into what we're building. Well, it's funny that you said money pit, because um, that's another clue. If you're if your life is being built in vain, if you are working tirelessly and making a lot of money, but you never have enough. Mm hmm. You have holes in your pocket. It seems like you are just working, working, working. That's laboring in vain. That means you need to take a step back and say, am I the one that's building my house or is the Lord building my house? Mm-hmm. Because with the Lord, not that there's there's never trials and tribulations that we go through because we do. But with him, he's always with us and he, he lets us know that he's with us. There's blessings on every side. He says, at my right hand, there's treasures forevermore. So he is he is right there walking through this these storms of life, if you will, 
right with us. But if you're tossing to and fro and you're waving back and back and forth and, and you can't seem to get yourself settled down and you're overthinking, I'm very analytical and I, I think a lot. And I see it a lot in in our in my daughter. I'm like, oh, she's just like me. She she thinks so much, you know. Um, and I had to stop that. I had to stop trying to figure out every single thing and how this was going to happen and how that was going to happen. I had to trust the Lord. And it's it's funny. I remember one situation and. And this is when we were, um, there was something that, that we needed to pay. And I had been in the scriptures and studying, um, different things of the word and, and talking to the Lord about our finances. And, um, there was one particular thing that I wanted to get paid off and I didn't want to have to, um, do a payment plan or do anything like that. I just wanted to pay the full thing in full. Maybe it was, I think it was over a thousand dollars and, and uh, this is still when Abram and I are still just down onto one income. And, and so that was just something we had lying around. So I had to put my trust in the Lord, but I took his word and I, and I said, okay, father, this is what you say. And, and I'm, I'm believing you for this. So we are literally, as, in fact, it was at, at a, um, our chiropractor's office. So I'm on the way there and it's time for this payment to be, to be due for it to be paid in full. And I am $200 short. The Lord began to bring in all the other funds and now I'm $200 short and I'm like, oh, good Lord, how am I going to go to this man's office and I don't have this money to pay? And we're still talking about except the Lord build the house. But right now I'm showing you how he was dealing with me and, and trusting him. And we were on the, so I'm on the way and I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I don't have the rest of the 200 I have, I have this amount, but I, I need $200 more. And literally, maybe a few minutes right before I was turning into the parking lot or getting ready to turn on the street that gets to the doctor's office, the Lord says to me, um, you have this $200 right here. And I completely forgot about it, y'all. I didn't, I, I mean, I just didn't even realize that I had that and I had it to use. And so I had, so it turns out that I had all the money. And so I'm like, Lord, I've been had this. Why didn't you tell me? Why did you wait to the last minute? Yes, I'm talking to the Lord like this. Why did you wait to the last minute? And he said something that that forever changed my life. He says, because you've got to learn to trust me. And it shut me up real fast because I wasn't. I was anxious. I was I was worrying. I was doing what it said in uh, Psalms 127 and in Matthew 6 about um, what's going to happen tomorrow. How am I going to do this or how am I going to pay that? You know, I, that was me having to step back and say, OK, Lord, you, you build my life. You you instruct it. I'm putting my trust in you. I'm giving my life over to you now you build it. and every time I've done that he has never let me down you can trust the Lord you can give him your life he won't let you down I promise you that he won't and you can say that was kind of that was a little not necessarily a storm but there was some rain and showers in it, there it, I was a little yeah. nervous yeah. because I couldn't get no service and this this was the last day to pay yeah, um, I just wanted to come back around where it says in Matthew 26, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. We'll stop there. Had you not heard the Lord, you wouldn't have been able to pay. 
Mm-mm. Even though it was right there all the time. It was right there, yep. You know, so we have to be open to hearing the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're so analytical. Had you continued on the analytical route, you would have tried to figure it out yourself. The have. Lord wouldn't have had an entryway into your heart to speak to you at that time. That's right. So even in ourselves, just how we are as people, we have to get out of the way and let the Lord speak to us. That's right. Because even myself, you we want to figure everything out. And a lot of times... We want to control our yeah. lives. And you say, well, I'm smart. I can figure everything out. No, you're not smarter than the Lord. You don't know. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. tell my daughter, you don't know nothing. You know, you don't. We don't know anything. I know I use bad grammar, but it sounds <laughs> better. You don't know nothing. Double negatives. <laughs> and we don't know nothing when it pertains to God. Yeah. You know, and so just for the Lord to speak to you in that manner, your heart was open to him. Wow. You know. And so that comes by praying and reading the word. And we could get into that another time. But also it goes in this scripture. I'll read it from the, from the start. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man. You would have been a foolish man. Mm-hmm. Which built his house upon the sand. And then it also talk about the rains of sin and the floods came and it blew it down. Um, I wanted to go to... James one twenty two, mm-hmm. and it, and it says, "But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves." When we just, you may hear the word, say you're a person where you just go to church, you may hear it, or you may listen to it at home, or whatever you may do. And there's a lot of people that just have the word on, twenty four seven. They just got it on. Oh, it sounds so good. Oh, it's great. I got the word on, but then something come a crisis. They ain't, they fall every time. Yeah. It's just on. You might as well have on something else that you are entertained by. You yeah. know, not just, oh, I'm doing this for God because I'm I'm really feeling good inside. I didn't do anything wrong. I had the word on all day. I listened to such and such. But then when the storm comes, what you going to do? Did any of that get into your heart? Or is that something that you're actually feeding upon? Yeah. Is that something that you need during that season? When a storm is going to come, right. we know when storms come, we know the seasons. But then you sitting there listening to something that ain't got pertain nothing to that season. Yeah. You sitting up there buying rain, um, you know, that sand, you know, when the floods come, people mm-hmm. get the, uh, the sandbags and they set it all around the house. And it ain't even a season for that. It is summertime about to be blistering hot. <laughs> you need to be checking on your AC. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you buying sandbags and... And the next season is summer. Mm-hmm. Why are you listening to things that's not going to build you for that next season in your life? Yeah. It, people do that all the that's time. Good. I'm like, what is that for? I know that's kind of a little tangent, but what is, what is that for? But going back to listening and not doing. We sit there. We think that we're really we're getting somewhere in Christ. We're really getting somewhere. Oh, I'm growing. But soon as a storm may come, you fold in like a cheap tent. And rest assured, it's coming. Yeah. Jesus said, he told, he never told us that this life was going to be uh, easy peasy and we're just going to go through, you know, just smelling uh, daisies all the way through. No, he says, it's going to come, but I will be with you always. Mm-hmm. I will direct you. I will lead you. I will um, 
give you those secrets as we talked about in several other podcasts of facing life. I will be right there with, with you. So the storms are going to come. Tribulation will come. You know, one of your storms could be you just got a report from the doctor that you're sick. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a, a terrible sickness or it's the it's cancer or it's any of that. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? Because the Lord has in his words some promises. But if you don't know it and if you don't take it and and and, and uh, do it, as Abe is talking about. Then it's going to overtake you. It's going to overcome you. Yep, you done built your life, your house's popsicle sticks. Yeah. You know, and you, your faith isn't sure in Christ. It isn't on the cornerstone, Jesus Christ. It says in 23, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Like he don't even know what he's looking at. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he is, he was. And it's like, we have to understand that Jesus Christ will help us. We, we have to, our foundation has to be sure. Mm-hmm. You know, even um, my father spoke on building, when you build a house, they, they set it, they have, they set on a cornerstone. Mm-hmm. And if the cornerstone is crooked, everything from that point is going right. to be built crooked. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be slanted. It's not going to be correct. Mm-hmm. And you may think that, oh, I know the word. I know this. But it's applied wrong. It it, it doesn't it doesn't work for you. Yeah, you didn't rightly divide yeah. the word of truth. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you need to go back and break all that up. And a lot of times we don't want to go back mm-hmm. and break it up. Mm-hmm. You know, we started, oh, my grandmama told me, my daddy told me this. But his life was all wrong. He built it wrong. You know, there's a movie, you know, it talks about, I probably shouldn't reference it, but I will. It talks about if you're not first, you're last. And then the guy, he built his whole life upon that. And his dad was like, I was not in my right mind when I told you that. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? That's my whole life. That's my foundation for who I am. You got sometimes you got to bust up the foundation. Right. I love it. Paul says in, in, in Philippians, um, in the letter of Philippians, that Paul was a very smart man. He he um, he was a Pharisee, and he knew the law like the back of his hand. I mean, he studied a lot. He was a very, very smart man. But when he came to Christ, he said in Philippians that I count everything as dung. We know what dung is. Do you know what dung is? It's that stuff you smell outside when they... Fertilize. Fertilizing mm-hmm. or mucking the stalls, as it were. <laughs> but he said, I count all of that as dung. I throw all of that away. We all have our things that we're built up in, that we we are a product of our circumstances. You know, um, I was raised completely different than how Abram was raised. Completely. It was. It was completely different. And now that as we have grown in Christ, we can both glean from each other how I was raised and how he was raised yeah. versus, okay, his way was the right way and my way was the wrong way. You know, you, you kind of have those things when you're first starting off in marriage, but thank God we're, we're beyond that and we're past that. But, um, but we do. We, we, have, we have things in our lives that we are built upon and they are foundations for us, if you will. Well, you need to evaluate that. Did the Lord build that? Or 
is that you building that? Is is that you holding on to it because your great grandma told you about this? And it may be some words of wisdom, but does it line up with the word of God? Because based off what the word says, if it doesn't line up, you're building your life in vain. It may sound at a, a time it is lining up, but a line as it continues, as the further you go, you'll see how further it is from straight. It'll yeah. start slanting and slanting. And the further you go, you like, I don't got this far off, and you didn't know it. Yeah, you know, even in, in distance, you may it may that people may start off at the same point, say driving, but then the further they go, it just spreads away. It mm-hmm. just um, the direction is uh, more pronounced as they as they continue in the direction that they're going. Make sure that you start and that in Christ and then you end in Christ. A lot of times we can start in Christ and then along the way we just veer. Yeah. We yeah. we veer. Mm-hmm. And that also goes to... a lot to, of times we start to build our lives. Yeah, we, we start. We start to build our lives instead of him. Yeah, and then also you can say that one saved, always saved don't work. We know in life that there's more than just, oh, I'm a, if I start, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. No, no, there's a lot of times that we start, we do not finish. Yes, so right. how we can we say that I'm going to start in Christ and I'm going to end in Christ and it's just that's the way it's going to be? Yeah. Nah, even we, we know in life that that ain't true. Yeah, so why says, when it comes yeah. to God, that's going to be true? Yeah, Paul says you have to uh, work out your salvation yeah. with fear and trembling. You know, when you start something, you have a goal, you have to work at it. And then you have to understand, too, there is an adversary, an adversary. His name is the devil. There there is someone who's want who wants to veer you off to mm-hmm. his way. And and many people have no idea that that's exactly what's happening. And so there yeah. is this fight. There is this um, pull, if you will, pulling you to to veer off to the right or yeah. veer off to the left instead of staying on, staying on a straight and narrow and stand on that rock, which is Christ. Jesus, the, the words that Abram read earlier, those were the words of Jesus. He said, if anyone who hears my sayings and do them, then their lives are built upon a rock. And when the storms come. Yeah. Again, like we said, he says the storms are going to come. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. So when the storms come, they are not destroyed or consumed or overwhelmed by you, but they come back and they come and they're still standing. Mm-hmm. They, they're still here. And, and not only are they standing, but they're better. They're better than they were before. They, they're built up more in faith. They are built up more in, in the word. But if you are hearing these sayings and you don't do them, like James says, you're deceiving yourself. And like Jesus says, your life is built upon the sand and those storms that come will completely overtake you. This is the time now. This is the season, no matter what season is, is to reevaluate your life, to take a look, take a step back and say, what am I doing? And is my life, am I building my life or is the Lord building my life? Is it chaos for me right now? Or is it peace for me right now? Is it, is, am I struggling too much? I can't, I can't seem to get over this hump. Or am I rising and, and going deeper into the Lord? These are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Is the Lord building your house? Because if he's not building your house, you're laboring in vain. And if you're running, stop. Stop running. Stop running from the Lord. Stop running from what he has for you. Your life doesn't even begin until, until you're in him. 
And it's so much better. It is so much better. Don't let the devil fool you by telling you lies. Tell him to shut up and go run into the hands of Jesus. Run into him because your life is hid in Christ. And when you come to him and you allow him to begin to build your life, yeah, you may have made a mess of things. He is able to take that and turn it around. Behold, I make all things new. Behold, all things new. All things new. Come to Jesus. Come to Christ. Let him build your life. Let him be your cornerstone, your chief cornerstone. Let him be your rock and you'll never forget it.